Hello everyone, and welcome to Grandpa's Tales of Terror. Let's jump into the next chapter that I call Night Everlasting Flashback. Fills in a few more details of how life is changing. Now close your eyes and let your imagination carry you into a world of fear and horror. <laughs> Time. Time was one thing the Earth had a limited amount of. When it was found that the day monsters only became active and fed in the daylight, temporary solutions and plans were put into place. In the world, when it was complete darkness, was the only time when people could go outside. Daily activities that had been done during the day now had to be done at night. Daytime curfews were put into place to protect people, and those that did not comply ended up paying the ultimate sacrifice, their lives. The population of the world wanted something to be done so that no more lives were lost. It was determined that Operation Blackout could be operational within five years. The plan itself was relatively simple in nature, but implementation was something else. Theoretically, six satellites would be placed in a geostationary orbit around the equator, each deploying a curtain large enough that two of these satellites would block out or eclipse the sunlight on one-third of the planet, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. With all six satellites, Working the way the plan was calculated would ensure the light was being blocked over the entire world in a permanent eclipse. A small stockpile of satellites was also made in the event of satellite failure or damage to them caused by small meteorites or asteroids which would fall through the Earth's atmosphere. Detection of these meteorites and asteroids had to be improved using the satellite since telescopes could not be utilized the way they once were. Opposition to Operation Blackout, even prior to construction, had surfaced. Extremist religious groups demonstrated saying that the demons were a punishment sent by God for the sins of society and how lives were being lived. Other groups felt that the governments were controlling the people and held freedom protests, vowing to overthrow those who make the decisions. However, the vast majority of people still alive wanted the project to continue to allow their children and their children's children to be able to live, perhaps, in a better world. During construction, other complications, dilemmas, and obstacles had to be found and solutions made for them. One of the biggest concerns was what would happen to the oceans without sunlight. Broken down into three components, being infrared, visible, and ultraviolet. A material for the curtain had to block out visible light, but allow infrared and ultraviolet to pass through. This would ensure the oceans and other large bodies of water to absorb heat and help maintain temperatures on Earth and the ocean's currents. This filter needed to be flexible 
and made so that minimal repairs, if any, would have to be done over time. Luckily, Wood's glass, an optical filter glass invented in 1903, was the key. Throughout the years, variations and improvements had been made to this filter glass, which meant refining its properties and capabilities for its use. Food sources, plants, livestock, energy, transportation, and so on were all studied and worst-case scenarios were developed. Hydroponic farms became a priority as opposed to traditional farming methods for food growth. Every country that was able immediately started farming this way to increase food yields for the population that was left. This also meant that no fertilizers, pesticides, or herbicides had to be used, which eliminated leaching into groundwater, which had polluted the lakes and oceans in the past. The production of fossil fuel vehicles came to an end. Electric means of transportation took priority to cut down on emissions. More research and experimentation was being done on hydrogen-fueled aircraft and the like. Coal was no longer used as a fuel source for generating electricity. Wind turbine farms became prevalent across the globe. Hydro generating stations and nuclear power plants were also focused on to generate electricity for use and storage. Doing this would lower the level of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere and return it to its natural greenhouse effect to allow all life to flourish and reduce the volatile weather patterns due to excess greenhouse gases. With everything that could have been thought of regarding the Earth itself was completed, the psychological effect was now being looked at. How would living without sunlight affect the human psyche? This was perhaps the greatest concern since humans were a very psychologically complex being. In the human species was something called the circadian rhythms, an internal clock that worked in conjunction with sunlight. The rhythms were responsible for functions in the body. The rhythm also controlled memory consolidation, hormone secretion, and healing. Other important areas is that it can also affect the ability to deal with emotional situations, rationalization, and possibly enhance sub-existing psychological issues. Thousands of clinics were built to treat disruption of the circadian rhythm. Melatonin and bright light therapy lamps increased in manufacturing for treatment of delayed sleep phase syndrome and helped reset the sleep-wake rhythm to align with today's environment. Dietitians and life coaches were ready to help people make decisions regarding lifestyle changes for the better. Diet and exercise were very beneficial and also helped with treatment. Nutritional needs were looked at, vitamin supplementation, especially vitamin D, but since the curtain allowed UV rays to come through, 
the population would still be able to manufacture it in their bodies. When all was said and done, in every area imaginable and conceivable for the Earth and human species to survive, Operation Blackout, the Earth's curtain, was deployed. All rocket launches were successful. The curtain deployed perfectly, blocking out all visible light. Every artificial light source the world now had to use was turned on. The remaining four billion people on the planet cheered. Their voices rang out as one into the sky. Everyone, everywhere, could now go outside without having to fear the day monsters. They had been stopped. For the next 80 years, there was zero casualties by them. Death came naturally again, not by man, and not by the feeding of an interdimensional creature. The world had never been so close. There was no war, no fighting. People started talking to each other. There was human contact, conversation. Every country helped others in time of need. The human population came so close to being wiped out the thought of death entered the mind of every person, every soul. No one liked the thought of death, especially when it was inevitable. The human species had to continue to exist, and during this time of peace, some lives ended, and some were just starting. This was the first and last time the world got along.